Well, praise the Lord. That's what we're going to do today. Today is a day of thanksgiving. You know, it's funny that when the Lord gives me messages, and if it's around the holiday, a lot of times it has to do with the holiday. So, I think it's a good time to talk about Thanksgiving, don't you? The verses that we're going to be putting up on here, we're starting out Psalms 106.1. I want you to be reading them with me because I'm not the one that's just giving thanks to God, right? We all are. Now, I want to be able to hear you, so you have to speak up, all right? Praise the Lord. You got to do it with me. <clears throat> I see I've got a hard time to get this crowd going here. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. How long? Forever. forever. All right. Praise the Lord. Next one is Psalms 104, 107. Sorry. One and two. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Is that us? All right. You see this theme here. The theme is, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Should we let a day go by that we haven't thanked the Lord? No. Okay, Psalms 105, verse 1. And then I threw in verse 2, if you said that. Okay. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Oh, he keeps telling us to praise the Lord. You know, we can sing, we can praise him just without singing, but we can just talk about his wondrous works. And who are we supposed to talk about them to? Just to ourselves? Or are we supposed to share? Share? And give thanks to the Lord. Do you think that's quietly so nobody can hear? Or is that loud enough for somebody else to hear? <clears throat> so we're going to go to Colossians 1, verses 12 to 14. I figured since David was the best praiser there was, but it might be good to take something out of the New Testament too. Okay. So, let me see if I got the right one. Okay, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Who's qualified us? The Father has qualified us to be partakers. We have an inheritance. Amen? Does that make us happy? Verse 13. Okay, you can read it with me. He hath delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom 
of the son of his love. I, I love this word conveyed. It's like he takes us in his loving arms and just put us into his kingdom. Amen? In whom, verse 14, with me, please read with me. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. What happened? What does this verse tell us? We've been redeemed by what? The blood of the Lamb, right? Which gives us forgiveness of sins. Is that something to praise God for? Is that something to thank God for? You know, all we have to do is read a few scriptures and all of a sudden the praises just start coming out. If you've been having a bad, bad day, well, just get out the Psalms and read. Uh, David had some bad days. You agree? But he came out of every one of them, didn't he? Because he knew how to praise God. He knew how to look to God. Well, today we're going to turn to John 4, 14. That's where I'm starting. We're just starting. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. That's what I want you to look at today. Did you know that you're a fountain? <laughs> and that there's everlasting life that is springing up within us? Oh, we got our fountain already. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. I want everybody to say I'm a fountain. Okay, what kind of a fountain are we? <clears throat> well, there's all kinds of fountains. And so today we're, can you see that back there? Do we need to turn off the light up here? Can you see it okay? As long as I can see too. Okay, so this here, <clears throat> I have some pictures of some fountains just to give us a little description as we go along. I'm trying something new. I'm trying to enter into the high tech. <laughs> if you know me, <laughs> if it weren't for somebody else helping, <laughs> you wouldn't get this. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> um, so this fountain is a beautiful refreshing fountain. People can just kind of come and sit down, relax. It's peaceful. You see there's some people sitting there. Yeah, somebody just walking along. Well now we can be that kind of a fountain, right? Where it's just peaceful around you. People want to be around you, right? Because they can relax and there's, ah, we can just sit here and enjoy being around you, right? Okay, let's go to the next picture. Now here we find a waiting fountain. 
People are wading through water, fountains. People can walk and play and enjoy in it. People like to be around you because they have fun, right? Yeah, no sad story every time they talk to you. <laughs> but when you're around, oh, it's lively, it's joyful, we're happy, uh, we're playing. No cares in the world, right? They like to be around you, have fun. Okay, now the next slide. I call them slides, they're pictures, right? You can tell where I'm from. Now, this is a small fountain. You can see it's got a bird next to it. The bird's almost as big as the fountain. So all of us are individuals, right? So sometimes we might feel like our fountain is just a small little fountain, but at least it's got water coming up, right? Even the bird can come and get a drink if he wants, right? Next slide. That's not the one. We don't need the words. <laughs> we just want the fountain. Look at that one. Now that one's got a lot of steam, a lot of power in it going up, right? <coughs> so, have you ever noticed, been around anybody that's got that kind of energy? That's <laughs> you can get strength, either that or feel exhausted, <laughs> just because they've got so much going up, and they're praising the Lord. They're they're vocal. A lot of evangelists, you might be in this category, you know. <laughs> Can you see yourself in any of them? Can you see some that you relate to or some that you would want to be like? So let's see the next slide. <clears throat> now here's just a pretty one. It's got three tiers, got quite a lot of water, and um, it's, you know, it's doing the best it can, can and giving out. It's doing what it's made to do, right? And it's supposed to just gently fall down and be pretty. Okay, let's see the next slide. This fountain has no water. It's dry. <laughs> A dry fountain, dried up. <laughs> Well, nobody's going to be coming to look at that. There's no water. It's not serving its purpose, right? So, <clears throat> no one wants to be around that unless you just like to look at it for what it could be. <laughs> now, the next slide. A water drinking fountain. Now this kind of fountain, people can come and get a drink, right? Get some nourishment. This type of person is a giving person, right? They're always giving something and somebody's feeling nourished and refreshed because they're getting su substance, sustenance, that's the word. <clears throat> so, 
I think I could use a drink myself. <laughs> but anyway. So, I drew this poster, and I know you most probably can't see it very good from here, but we have an overhead of this, and I'm not the greatest artist, but when you see all the leaves, I was thinking about a fountain that gets all clogged up with all the leaves, and you may not be able to read these, but I'm going to read some of these, I've named some of these leaves. This is stuff that kind of clogs up our fountain. It could be something like envy. It could be unforgiveness in our hearts. Hate. I just can't stand that person. Offense. Well, they offended me. Jealousy. Fear. Lies. Isolation. We, we start isolating ourselves. Don't want to be around other people. Protecting ourselves. Not reading the word. Being ungrateful. Can you think of any other things that might clog up your thankfulness? Clog up your thankfulness? Has anyone got one out there? Can you just think of one? Judgmental. Judgmental. Anything else? I know we could go on and on and on. I know you guys can talk. <laughs> <sighs> How about not going to church and getting fed? <laughs> Is that a good one? Well, you know, the reason I'm bringing this forth is that sometimes we let the cares of this earth keep us from being productive in what God has called us and created us to be. Here we are supposed to be a fountain full of life, everlasting life. Is everlasting life just for us? Is it something we're supposed to give out to others? So I'm bringing these out to help us to remember. Because sometimes, like I was talking with Joe, I'm a visual person. If I see... If I see something, it helps me remember better. So, I mean, I didn't put these up here just to have fun. Of course, I like having fun. But I put them out there to help us remember. As we go along in our work and in our day, things come up. And it's quite easy to let our fountain get clogged up. And pretty soon it gets less and less and less. And people can tell by the expression on our face. They'll start saying, is something the matter? What's wrong? Are you having a bad day? Uh, aren't you feeling well? And if you're not careful, 
you'll go into this long spill about what's going wrong with you. Well, is that giving praise to God? No. It's not. But when we are filled with the water that Jesus gives us, it's a force that will help others. That's because it's living. It's not meant to get all clogged up. So, it gives us everlasting life, but if we keep it clean of all the debris, it's going to help bless other people, right? Is that what we're called here for? Amen. Amen. Well, thank God he gives us the Holy Spirit. Amen? He helps us keep it cleaned up. He gives us friends. He gives us, uh, he speaks to us. And it, our main purpose is to praise the Lord. And by thanking him for all that he's done and yielding our lives to him, then we become a blessing to others. Amen? Well, a thankful heart is connected to faith. Did you know that if you don't have a thankful heart, you cannot be in faith? If you're in faith, you're going to be thankful, right? Let's look at Hebrews 11.6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So there's a part for us to play, right? He wants to give to us. He wants to bless us. But first of all, we have to believe that he is. People that don't believe in God are not going to be blessed by God. And if we do believe in him, we need to believe that he's a rewarder. He's going to reward you for your faith. He's not going to withhold from you. He's not a withholder. He's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. You know, that means that there's some effort on our part that needs to take place, right? If we just sit around waiting on God to drop something out of heaven on us, do you think it's going to happen? But if we diligently seek him and we start praising, if we start praising the Lord... Do you know it just kind of opens up the windows of heaven? I can just imagine God up there. Oh, let me open this window up. I think I hear somebody praising me. Oh, ah, that's my kid down there. They're singing praises to me. Oh, I've got to listen to this. Uh, stop everything else. I'm just going to listen to this. My kid loves me. He's thankful. I think I'll just shower down some blessings on him. Amen? Amen. Can you imagine God doing that? Amen. He's opening up the windows of heaven. He's a rewarder. Okay, Mark 12, 
chap chapter 12, and we're going to read 28 to 31. I think I go faster if I just look up there, huh? <laughs> You're doing a good job, Deborah. <laughs> Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, perceived that he, that's Jesus, had answered them well. So he asked Jesus, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like it, is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandments greater than these. So he's telling us that the whole law that was given is based on love, right? Without love, we haven't, we can't fulfill the law. So then Romans 13, we're going to go verses 8 to 10. <clears throat> Basically, it's the same thing. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet, and if there is any other commandment, all are summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor, Therefore, love is the fulfilling, fulfillment of the law. Doesn't that make it easy? We don't have to try to remember all the rules and regulations. All we have to do is remember one word, love. Love God, love our neighbor. Amen? Well... You know, if we live by the law of love, it's going to get rid of all those leaves that's blocking up our fountain. You can't have leaves blocking up your fountain if you're living by love. Do you realize that? You got it? As we express our love to the Lord and our love to others, then our fountain just starts really bubbling. It gets rid of all of that junk that's accumulated in there. You know, we make it out a big deal trying to clean ourselves up. We don't need to make a big deal out of cleaning ourselves up because the Holy Spirit's going to do it and He's going to help us, right? All we have to do is love. Say, so, well, I can't love that person. Oh, yes, you can. It's a matter of choice. If God said we could do it, if he commanded us to do it, then we can do it, right? Now, if we need his help, 
He's quite willing and able to help us. All we have to do is say, Lord, I thank you that you give me the ability to forgive this person and love them. And I'm going to walk in your love. I'm going to be a blessing to those around about me. And you know what happens? We get our eyes off of ourselves and start thinking about the other person. Well, what does that person need? Instead of, oh, uh, look what I need. Look who's done me wrong. Look who's hurt me. Forget it. As they say, get over it. <laughs> Every one of us could write a list this long on what's gone wrong in our life. You know why? We live in a fallen world. Guess what? It's not perfect. Guess what? You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. So, God knew it. God saw us. He loved us. He sent Jesus. And Jesus paid for it all. Amen? All we have to do is say, Thank you, Lord. Start praising for it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you did. You cared more about me than all of this junk that I've accumulated in my life. Amen? Amen. He has given it to us. You know, sometimes we need a little help from others to get rid of stuff. I understand that. You know, sometimes we need a whole shovel to <laughs> get rid of some stuff. But God will give us friends. He gives us pastors. He gives us people to talk to. He gives people that love us. And we can do that. Never feel like you're alone. Because there's always somebody that'll help. Amen? Amen. Now, when we are all praising God, we're going to look like this last fountain that we're going to look at here. See this pretty fountain here? It's full of color. See all the individual ones around about the center one? Do you notice that not a one of those outer fountains is going off in their own direction? They're all pointed in towards the center. This is when we come together to praise the Lord. And we're all praising Him. And we're putting in to the center all the water everyone is putting in. We make a beautiful color. And the praises shoot up. Reach up to the sky and go to our Heavenly Father in one accord. And I think that is awesome. This represents us when we're here together. That's why it's so important to come together so that we can be such a powerful force for the kingdom of God, right? Isn't when there's a whole bunch of us all together, doesn't that make a beautiful praise unto God in the center? It's like... Keep on going, keep going up, 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 higher to the Lord. That's what, it's, that's what our life should depict. 
all together were praising and worshiping the Lord. And that, that's what Thanksgiving is all about. Amen? So I wasn't going to preach a long time today. And we know there's a storm coming in. So it give you plenty of time to get home and get organized. But I just wanted you to think about this, that no matter what storm we're going through, our, our song was that. Did you notice there was a song about the storm? <laughs> it doesn't matter what we're going through. God is there with us in the midst of it. And if we just put our focus on him and we start praying and thanking him, put our focus on him, it doesn't matter what we're going through, we're going to come out on top. Amen? All right. We won't be like that picture of the old dried up fountain that has no water coming out, but we're going to be like this. When we're all together, we're going to be shouting the praises of God. And guess what? Everybody has something to put into it. Amen? Amen? There's not one there that's not putting forth something. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray just in closing. And um, or did you want to come up and I can go ahead and pray? <laughs> I have to ask. <laughs> Uh, did you get anything today? I just want you to know if there's anybody that really wants to have prayer afterwards, you come up and see us. We'll pray with you. But you can also find a friend and talk to him. Or just go to the Lord and just get in his word and just start reading it. Let him pick you up. Because he's the picker-upper. Amen?